Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Whole Lot Nothing Podcast. As usual, my name is Roland Prince. You can find me on Instagram at Roland the Prince. And across the table from me is my boy Jamie Lee, or at James Life with an extra E, so Liffy, and mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram. So you know. Yeah. Now that we're all introduced, how you doing, Jamie? How you doing? Busy, busy, busy. You're a busy man. You were saying you were up at what, like 6.30 today, and that's sleeping in for you? Yeah, I woke up at 6.30, so nice little hour and a bit of extra sleep. Jeez, treating yourself, eh? Mm, gotta treat yourself. Always. Always. Never never forget self-care. Whether that's sleeping in or, you know, going to the gym. There you go. Sleeping in or going to the gym. You can't forget who's the most important. Your sim. Wow, I, that was... Well, like sim I, as in like the game? The game, yeah. Like oh, you're, nice. you are your sim in this game of sim. I just tried to make it rhyme, okay? <laughs> no, it did, but you rhymed and it did make contextual sense. There we go. That was the goal, you know? Like, hey... I started off doing this rapping shit freestyle, you know. You gotta bust it out every once in a while. I mean, there so. was that one time, what was it, three, four years ago? Yes, where we were both insanely drunk at a party, and, and it wasn't. Even, it was a little kickback. Okay, well, either way, a place where Valley. we should not have been insanely drunk, but we were. It was literally in this basement. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> it was in this basement. <laughs> shit. It was. If you open the door next to us, it was right there. Oh shit! Yeah, there was probably like. Five of us yeah, down here. Just drinking and, and and rapping. Yeah. Yeah, James and I rap battled each other. You know, I had to go easy on him, but, you know, he did take the win. I went too easy. I underestimated his abilities. And, I, uh, you know, he's the only person to ever beat me in a rap battle for, uh... And I'm, I don't freestyle, but when I, when I get a few in me, I can. Yeah, he can, uh, he can string some words together and make it work, you know? Yeah. I just, well, I take everything that's around me and just figure it out. Yeah, there you go. That's how, that's all you gotta do. Just... That, that's that's freestyle in a nutshell. Yeah. Take everything around you, everything buzzing through your head. The bad day you had at work or whatever it is, like, and just let I it go. I turn into like Harry Mack when I'm... <laughs> when I, I'm I don't know who that is. You don't know Harry Mack? I do not know Harry Mack. Oh, Harry Mack, he's this like white boy. He's like 30 years old. That explains why I don't know him. But he is unbelievable at free freestyling. Okay. Like he'll just go for minutes and like... Minutes. Like you toss Damn. in any freaking word and he'll find a way to like spin it into something that's uh, that's actually how i used to practice when i was uh before i actually like started taking rap as i'm thinking about it but like oh yeah well not necessarily rap before i was taking music seriously as a career that's one thing i would do with my friends it was like my party trick where like someone i'd get a couple drinks in me you know i'd I'd be chilling and i'd just be i'd just start freestyling with my boys in the backyard and someone would like be beatboxing or we just go over the beat of whatever song's playing and then people would just toss out words and i could just toss them string them in and that was my little party trick that's that's how i would woo the bitches in uh, in university can you, you do know? it right now uh we don't have a beat but like sure like are, are you, can you beatbox why don't we just get one of your beats Oh, because that involves a lot more editing. I have to go toss the beat into pro tools it's already recording we'd have to stop recording and go. we got a holiday tomorrow we got time. <sighs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I did freestyle once on this podcast though with uh, with Shandy, and that was yeah. that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah, okay. You know what? How about this? At the if you stick around to the end of this podcast, you will hear a freestyle from Roland Prince. Freestyle outro. Freestyle outro. There we go. There we go. Freestyle outro from Roland Prince. Mm. You know, it's my special gift to you. But you have to listen to the end of the podcast, and uh, and then we'll get into that. Oh. So little incentive to exactly. stick around for a full hour. Yeah. but uh, Which but... actually, by the way, I want to say if you've ever stuck around to listen to an entire one of these podcasts and you aren't my mother, thank you. 
Yeah. Like, honestly, we, we genuinely appreciate any, any little bit of like someone giving us any sort of like the time like of day. That's you know? a lot of time to occupy with our doofus voices. Yeah. Like if you can sit there and listen to your own voice for hours, like shit, like, or sorry, yeah, if you can listen sit there and listen to our voice for our voices, sorry, for hours. I appreciate that. So yeah, if you've ever made it through all of uh like all the way even if it's just through one of them, like really thank you because Honestly. It's really interesting knowing that there might be at least like four to five people that actually kind of pay attention to the silly stuff that we have to say. Yeah. And I feel like all our podcasts start off with us not really knowing with knowing the direction of the podcast as that's the whole concept a whole lot of nothing is we never really plan anything but Yeah, the audience knows more coming into our podcast than we do because they honestly. at least have a title and description to <laughs> look at what Exactly. And Whereas we we're just like, well, let's figure this out." Yeah, let's just sit down, let's, let's just make this shit work and uh, but usually once we uh, once we get at least halfway through, we uh, or or even just a couple minutes and we that's when we get going with the uh, with the good hearty conversation that uh, that really occupies the uh you know, the whole entirety of the mind, it stimulates it, you know, gets it going. Mm, the whole lot of mindfulness. Yeah, exactly. Now, before the podcast actually started, Jamie and I were having a little bit of conversation. We were talking about how in the future, he does have an idea where he wants to get into filmmaking. Or at least just okay, in, okay. a we'll little see. bit of indie filmmaking. I, I I know I'm calling you out on the spot, just kind of yeah. saying it, but everything we say in this podcast is calling each other out on the spot. It, it provides at least a little bit of accountability. Yeah. So I know you were saying you wanted, I, I'm not sure what, what details you want to give away about it, but the thing is, I have also been a person who's really been interested in filmmaking since I was a kid. Like I actually used to make films with my, all my cousins as the mm-hmm. actors. I wanted to be a director. That was like the job I wanted forever. Like that's the, the one job. If I could be anything, that's the job I wanted. But anyway, um, I, I, I love directing films and, and whatnot. But anyway, what what kind of direction would you like to go with the film? If you could like, because you can choose anything. What do you want to do? Yeah. So I'll kind of preface it by saying the style of videographer that I am. Um, so I wouldn't identify myself um, as much as a filmmaker as I would a videographer. And I think the distinction there is that. I spend a lot more time in at the moment in cinematic sequences than intricate stories. Now, I think I do hope on graduating from that status as a videographer, being able to whether it's like film an event uh, and then kind of graduate and make more telling and impactful films, films that tell uh, an, a really intricate story between characters or events and all these other things, things that take a lot more effort than what I've currently done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not saying that the things that I have, have done are easy. Making videos, even if it is just cinematic stuff, does take a lot of time. But anyway, so with that said, basically kind of my creative process that I go through a lot is I'll listen to music. And if sometimes like I'll, I'm able to listen to music and just think of what situation this would work in terms of like filming. And I think the same way. That's really weird. Yeah, especially with um, like I have an entire playlist of about 50 different songs just called edit songs. Um, Most are electronic, but I have some that are kind of like indie rock and like all these other things. Uh, And I think of like, okay, this would be really good for a bike edit. And then I think, okay, this shot would be cool here. This shot would be cool here. And the more you get into filmmaking and videography, the more you can plan those shots ahead and the more you can see that vision before it's even filmed, yeah. which really makes that filming process easier. Uh, and so one song that I was listening to was Last Night by The Strokes. And I was listening to it and it's like really upbeat and like cheerful. 
And it's all about how great of a time last night was. And I was thinking, I was like, how cool would it be if this was kind of the story of maybe a guy and a girl and they go on a first date the night before and then the lights shut off, they both go to bed and it would kind of be like a split screen, like he's like at his place and she's at hers and they're both really content, lights go off, silence, darkness for a bit and then the music kicks in and then the, the hook, boom, boom and then the beat starts picking up and then the whole song is like a really upbeat, like alternative rock song about how great last night was. Yeah. And so it kind of goes back and forth between him and her about kind of like dancing through their morning routine. They're just waking up with so much joy and energy because they know that they had such a great time the night before. Uh, she goes off to work into the office and like she's so, she's so distracted doing all of her work because she can't stop thinking about the night before. Mm -hmm. Same thing for him, except he has an exact opposite job. So instead of an office work, it would be maybe something. like a construction worker or something like that. Yeah, I was thinking that, but I was th maybe something more modern. Like maybe okay. he's like a friggin' dog walker or some shit. <laughs> like, like something like. Since when is that modern, bro? Like, have you, have you heard of the app Rover? No, what? It's like the Uber of dog walking. Really? So it's like if you can't, if you're away and you need somebody to walk the dog, you like caught like call a rover, and that person will go walk your dog. They should have called it Red Rover, like Red Rover, Red <laughs> Rover. Funny. We call random nigga over <laughs> <laughs> to walk our dog. Um, but sorry, but, no, continue, continue. But yeah, and so and then it kind of goes through their day, and then uh, eventually kind of like fizzles out back to normality after things have like settled down. The story continues. And I was thinking, I was like, that could be a cool sequence, but I think for that scene in particular to really be as impactful as the way I'd kind of imagine it to, the way it plays out in my head, yeah. I think it would have to have a full storyline and context that builds everything up between the two characters. I really feel like that right there, like the, the way you can build that up is post that scene. Like that scene right there is really, it's, it's a very relatable scene because- it's just two people doing what they normally do, and it really introduces the character without you having to do any storyline work. That's one way, but the way I look at it, in my head at least, yeah. is I see that as like the release of all the tension that was brought up of to like, maybe they're stressing about their night, maybe like they don't know much about each other, and maybe they're just discovering so much. Yeah. And then you're building all the context about who is he, who is she. Oh, so it's like a mystery on. leading up to that point. Yeah, what went on and you're built like you're you're discovering the characters and then they're letting all of that tension out the next morning. Okay. Which is kind of how I They're I letting at all it. those pent up date farts out. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, what if what what if one day like and this is this is not any time within even the next five, ten years, but yeah. who knows? If I ever have the chance at some point in my career to make an indie film, um and fuck it. I'd make an indie chick flick. I Do think that would be so sick. That'd be sick as hell. I think that, and like, just like, <clears throat> like, it, like literally the premise, if I ever, if I look back at this, like say 15 years from now, and I've made a film that is based on this premise, this is like, that would be nuts. That'd me. be insane. Imagine like, watch, like, in, a imagine, couple, in a couple years, you're going to listen back to this just to get that idea. Imagine fucking 2030, I'm listening to this and it's like, God damn, holy shit. I can do this. Or, um, or I did this. Yeah, and so, which I think is part of the reason we do this podcast, because 
I don't do this podcast necessarily to get viewership or no, get not at listeners. All. Like, we just fucking love doing this. Yeah. But at the same time, is we call ourselves out on so much shit. Oh, that so I, much. I want 10, 15 years from now to look back. We will still have this audio file because the internet never forgets. The interwebs, you know. And we can put it out to whatever audience we have and say this wasn't a damn accident. Yeah, we, we, have, the, we have the receipts. Yeah. We have the receipts from the purchase of this idea from it's, my mind shop. Yeah. You know? so that was the like, weirdest way of saying that. I look, at, I look at this podcast as kind of the documentation of a really long, lifelong journey yeah. within our careers. Hell yeah. Um, and so I think that would be so cool. And I obviously, like, I haven't thought about it more than just sort of that scene in the general concept. I haven't thought about even character names or like where it would take place. Everything starts with one simple idea. And that's just, that's the one that came to you. Now you just have to build everything around that. And I was thinking like maybe the context of it takes place in early two thousands. That would be cool. Which I think would be really cool because say like 10, 10, 15 years from now, like that'll be a long ass time ago. Yeah. You know, so that's already 15 years ago. Yeah. So then you're so the same way that Stranger Things portrays the 80s and mm-hmm. both kids are able to kind of look up to those characters because they can relate to the characters. Parents can watch it because they can relate to the time period. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be interesting to see how that like plays out with the early 2000s because we don't think like that right now. Yeah, not now. It was yeah. so recent that. Like, if somebody were to come out with, like, a film that took place in the early 2000s that was, like, fiction, Mm -hmm. I don't think it would make much sense because it was not that long ago. Yeah. Whereas if it's, like, a nonfiction story like The Social Network or, like, an actual historical event. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. But if you're just, like, creating two random characters and, like, the storyline, like, it doesn't need to take place. uh, Like, that storyline could take place. Like, in the future, it could take place at any time. But I think it would just be really interesting given that the song came out, was it, was the Strokes the 90s or early 2000s? I'm pretty sure it's early 2000s. I'm going to look this up right now. Um, Alexa. Yeah. Alexa. Oh, do you have an Alexa? Here? I don't have an Alexa. I'm just yelling Alexa into the corner of the room. So I'm going to, I'm going to look up the song last night by the Strokes. Uh, just get all the, uh, all the like IMD, IMDB information or is that, would that, no, that's from, yeah, that um, would be on there. It should be on do they put music stuff on IMDb? I know they put 2001. Movie. 2001. Okay, there we go. See, I was right. I was right. I was thinking like 2003 to 5, but... Yeah, early, very early 2000s. Now, the I know that that's the original idea that you had, but I, I had an idea for for a little bit of a, of a spin on it that could make the whole movie... Which mo- is very whole out of nothing-esque. Yeah, I had an idea for a spin on it that would be really cool. And it, it's just from my mindset. I'm a, I'm a fan of, of things like... Um, like what's it called? Uh, oh my God. A uh, black mirror. There we go. Jesus. Yes. I'm a fan of stuff like black mirror. I love sci-fi and I love anime and in anime. They'll toss in random little things that, that you never noticed going all the way through watching the show. And then now that they mentioned it, you go back through the show and you're like, holy shit, that was like governing all the decisions that was being made and everything. And holy shit, like the whole, just big twists. And, uh, it'd be really cool if like you, if you based it in, like when it comes like it, it, off in the future, basically when, and I know we talk about AI a lot on here when AI is yeah. like, like into, not too distant future. Yeah. Not too distant. Like this can maybe be in like what? 20 years in the future. Yeah. And let's say, th- so when they want to play that song, they start their day with, or like their day starts with, let's say like, let's just call it Alexa for now. Cause that's what we know. It's like Alexa wakes them up 
to that song, choosing that song, and they both wake up to that song at the same time. They just happen to be, you know, jamming, doing their thing, and then they go throughout the movie. We learn more about them, about how their connection to each other, how they feel about each other, blah, 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 blah. Then at the end of the movie, we find out that the AI that's in, like integrated into the into the world that they live in has been like manipulating their life in tiny little ways by like pushing their appointment back 20 minutes or, ah. or, or like waking them up at a certain time rather than the other time. So they have more time in the morning to, to making think. Making sure their paths cross together. Exactly. You know, making sure their GPS heads left and takes a little detour. Just cause they know the, the, oh, the dude's around the corner. Maybe I should make her take a left and then he'll just, they'll just happen to run into each other and then boom, that's it. But, and it'd be really cool to see it at the end, just a little thing like, Oh, I, I, I lo- like, oh, this is all like, give, like Alexa giving herself a pat on the back. Like, oh, I did another one. And it's just one of the love stories that, that Alexa started, you know, if that's the direction, it, it, it would just goes. be a cool little sci-fi s twist on it. And I also think what would be really interesting is if it did it in a way that the AI didn't seem like it was harmful. It exactly. Actually, yes. It, and the ending of it wasn't like, oh, my God, the AI set us up. No, dun, no, dun, no. Dun. I didn't want it to be a bad thing. Yeah, no. no it'd be like. A celebrated thing. Yeah. Because like the, too often I think technology is demonized. Yeah. And like even in the movie Her. Yeah. I, I never saw it, but I saw the trailer and stuff. I know what the film is about. So if you I read d- the Coles notes. So so if you don't know, it's basically about uh, a man who has an AI system in his home and he falls in love with the AI. Um and the well, it's probably because the AI is like the voice is played by Scarlett Johansson. Who wouldn't like, like, you know? like even without seeing her? I'll just yeah, be like, oh, I I, I kind of get it. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So even in that, it's it's almost it's demonized. It's like look how dangerous this can be if you can fall in love with it. Black Mirror, I think, is kind of the same way. It does it exposes, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. It exposes the potentials of it, which are grand and great, but it also ex- does it in a dark way. Yeah, a very dark way. Which, like it's not White Mirror. No, no, it's, like it's, it's Black Mirror. Like, it's dark. It's dark shit. It's very dark. Very dark shit. But the thing is, I love Black Mirror for the fact that it's not really afraid of demonizing anything because yeah. it, it's it's a possibility. It's plausible. Mm-hmm. So they can't really get red flagged for it. But if you're going the, the chick flick route, you want to do an indie chick flick, you, and, and you want it to be light, you want it to be happy, you want that AI to be friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And ideally, we'd get that AI to be played by... Scarlett Johansson. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when Scarlett Johansson's career is dying off and years down the line. I say Anna Kendrick, I think, would be a good... That would be a good one. Anna yeah. Kendrick would be a good one. Because such a friendly voice. Exactly. She'd also fit the character that yeah. you were talking to. You said you wanted a quirky oh, little character. Oh, that's true. But like, Anna she'll Kendrick be, would she'll fit She'll be too it. old by the time... Like, Who said it had to be a young love story? No, like, I... I yeah, I, I know, I know. I, like, I know. Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? And you just, you're bowing to industry standards. Standards of age. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Standards yeah. of vision. Exactly. You know, hey, it's about what's on the inside. Maybe by the time that uh, you make the movie, we've halted the aging process and everyone's just young. But I, oh, I, I think, really doubt uh, that's going to happen. But, you know, because I, I honestly I do see that being like an incredible creative challenge at one day in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to and not anytime soon, like legit. Uh, honestly i will say no time within the next 10 years but at some point be able to take like an indie film and write it write it out and maybe i'm not the director i could maybe uh, may 
the reason I'm saying maybe I'm not the director is because I don't have directing experience yet. Exactly. But think about it. So every every maybe, video you've ever done, who directed the camera guy to take those shots? Well, I, I you're I'm, the camera guy. I'm a one man team, but yeah, I've never you, worked on a film set, which could be that's like a completely different ball game. Yet. Yeah, I know, but yet. that's what I'm saying. And I, no, but the reason it, I'm saying it still that could is be because something I, you can do though. I know. I just don't see myself working on a film cell set that much in the next 10 years which is why i'm saying directing may be a stretch but at least producing and writing and being involved in the directorial process yeah um i think would be so cool and you and, know who's handling all your audio right oh for sure oh okay i was just just double checking storybook you know. studios oh shit <laughs> ah, shit jeremy took another client from me damn ah. ah you're gonna be getting an angry phone call about a hypothetical situation girl <laughs> but um but yeah, no, that'd be that'd be. And again, I'm a person who hasn't spent that much time on film sets. I've been on one, but yeah. that's it. I don't even know the movie. I was an extra on a French TV show this summer. Oh shit! Yeah. Wait, where? Like in in Barhaven. In Barhaven. <laughs> yeah. And wait, it was like French Canadian or like French France? French Canadian. Okay, I was gonna say if it was like, <laughs> why are Honestly, they in Barhaven? Don't even know the name of the show. I remember. So I was the only one on set that couldn't speak French. <laughs> you're just standing there like Le what <laughs> I, I was like qu'est-ce que c'est <laughs> like the entire time I was like <laughs> <laughs> just Pepe Le Pew in the shit <laughs> and so this whole time like I'm on set and they're asking me to do these things I was like I was like quoi <laughs> like and then I was like I was like I, I only speak English and they're like okay so they explained me like the blocking and stuff yeah and I do it um, and I think like the storyline of the show was something a lot like of the episode in the show was like, it took place in, in this like startup company. So there's a bunch of like young, like business people involved with it. And this guy, he's cursed. <laughs> he's cursed. Like, like the main character is like actually cursed. <laughs> and and everyone that he falls in love with dies. Oh my god! <laughs> so like yeah, really fucking cursed. Like that's cursed. Yeah. So he like fell in love with this one girl who on set was like so fine, and he basically like cut off his relationship with her because he didn't want her to die and started dating like this girl that he like didn't like at all. Ah. Uh. And then he realized he was catching feelings for both. So, oh, no. So, like, the two girls got in, like, some sort of fight. Did they then, end up killing each other? No, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. And they got, <laughs> I didn't pay attention that they, far. I, I couldn't understand shit. That's true. <laughs> like, like, and then uh, they kept getting in, like, fights, and then he, like, just cut off ties with both of them. Damn. Yeah. That, imagine being in that situation, though, bro. Imagine being cur so cursed that any girl you fall in love with dies. I know. That'd be terrible. I'd be like, fuck. Does that mean if you... Uh, if what you is love? <laughs> Maybe don't hurt her. <laughs> don't hurt her. No, no more. more. <laughs> I am cursed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Fuck that! I'd be I'd be cheesed. I'd be very uh, much so cheesed. So casoed. How how would you how would you even get like who put? I want to know who put him in. The, like who cursed him? Uh, some like dick. Yeah, obviously some like jeez. Maybe he like tripped over like a rune. <laughs> the rune like 
<laughs> cursed him. Oh my! He tripped over a rune. The rune's like, "Whoa, excuse me, it that's like, not okay." It was like a love rune, and then the rune felt abused as like the foot was stubbed into. He it. couldn't. It like, Fuck es- this guy. He couldn't escape from the rune. <laughs> RuneScape. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You got it. I actually never played RuneScape. Well, as a kid. I, I was really into RuneScape. Not like crazy, but I got up to like level seventy. Jeez, I got up to no levels. I, I've literally pl- seen someone play RuneScape on a on a computer like four times. Oh, I, I like when I was in grade probably five to seven. I played it a lot. Really? Yeah. I don't, there was a uh, there was this one. How the fuck did we just transfer like? Bro, that is the magic French of whole lot of nothing, set. bro. Whole lot of nothing. I feel like has made us into the greatest segwayers of all time. Blarters, blarters, the Blart Boys. Yo, um, we should like. I almost not quite Blart but. Boys fan merch. <laughs> <laughs> the Blart Squad. Uh, Blart Patrol? Blart Patrol. Blart Patrol. <laughs> Blart Patrol would be a fucking good one. Get those on some t-shirts, get some badges made, you know? Fuck, uh, I, I'd, wear, I'd wear it. If if you're a new listener or haven't listened in a while and need a refresher, uh, we call our segues on this pod Blarts because of Paul Blart. Who R- rides a Segway. Yeah. Paul Blart Mall Cop rides a segue and if you haven't seen paul blart mall cop like I do yourself a favor go pick up some weed go pick up the movie find it online somewhere and sit down and watch that and you have want a, a netflix and chill with your girl paul blart mall cop I've there you go seen it. I, you've never seen it no i've seen it like <laughs> four times i only remember like seeing it once but you know i've seen it like I, four I've, times the only thing i've seen like four times recently is simi valley oh my god <laughs> i've watched every episode like three four times at least i've seen i've seen the only episode i only rewatched one episode and that's when we were chilling at the uh, at the studio with like one of my clients and we were just sitting there the waiting fighting baby episode. the fighting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo zan get your boy yo, zan, zan get, get your, your boy, boy. That, that will forever be one of the funniest scenes that I've seen fr- from that show. Like, that absolutely hilarious. Like, Fucking bright. I, I want to see a season three. I want to see a season uh, three. Like, it, it, that's what, that show is one of my guilty pleasures. I was, thinking, I was thinking about if they did a season three, how funny would it be if, like, Hawk... It, like, because remember how Hawk, who was the baby? Yeah. The, Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, so at the very end of the... Of the season finale, he's like all of a sudden six years old. Yeah, he was like a baby the whole way through, and then he's all of a sudden he'd boom, like yeah. there's a full child, like it's just a child. I'd love if they did a season three and he's like a bratty teen, that, bro. That, <laughs> I'd laugh. I, I, bro, they can do no wrong with Hawk, but I want to see Kid Hawk for a bit and see Kid Hawk just be a little shit and then grow up to be an even bigger shit. But like, or or literally like a- just be the exact same as Xander. Yo, it's. Or Zonder. Zonder. I want to see this kid as like is a fifteen-year-old with a soul Hawk? patch. I want is to see Hawk? him with the soul patch, sitting beside his dad, stealing sips from his beer, and, and his burns? dad's like, "Yeah." And the mom's like, "No." Yo, Hawk, do you burn? <laughs> um, yeah, I burn. I'm not Wade. <laughs> I'm not Wade. 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 What, what was his name? Wade Sanders. <laughs> yeah, Wade. Wade Sanders. Sanders. <gasps> Jeez, My man. Ru- oh. Welcome, Wade, my room partner. <laughs> bro, I swear he is the weirdest character. All, the- uh, Aldis? Aldis, bro. First off, the name Aldis. If your name is Aldis, like if you look on a sheet of paper, like I, I didn't live in res, but if you look on a sheet of paper and you see that your roommate's name is Aldis, just move. Just move rooms. <laughs> I'm sorry. first to you as a room partner. Yeah, and walk in. Hello, I am your room partner. 
and just hugs you. I don't know this human. Don't hug me. <laughs> Salutations. Salutations. I am Aldous, your room partner. You must be Wade. <laughs> no, no, it's Wade. <laughs> no, 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 it's Wade. Ugh. And then uh, oh, Johnny is one of my favorite favorite characters. Oh yeah, bro. He 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 just keeps it real, you know. He's like in the friggin' season finale when he was like, "Yeah, I just I friggin' dummy that fool." He's talking about Hawk, the one year old baby. He's like, he's like that boy. I gave him some water. He got really tired, so I put him to bed, and now he's fully asleep. Yeah, I knocked that fool. I knocked out. that fool out <laughs> and tucked him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. Oh, uh, uh, but no, like honestly, they really actually touch on some very like real subjects on that show, like the bro off in the season finale, <laughs> where there was like these two. Basically, it's just two groups of dudes who don't like each other standing around yelling at each other and not actually fighting. Their masculinity, yeah, just flexing. And to be honest, there's a lot of times where I was at at high school parties or at like parties, and even in like <laughs> grade seven and eight, gangs. And yo, and it's like yo, like there's these dudes who really think that they're about the shit, who really think that they're like, yo, I'll knock the teeth out of someone's head, man. Like those dudes. Yo, hold me back. Yeah, hold me back. Those yo, guys. Yo, hold me back, Like I, I see so many times, just, like, groups of these guys who all think that they're like that, they all go and stand in front of each other and then just don't swing and just yell at each other. One of them goes home upset and the other one comes inside and drinks a beer. And that's always just how it goes. <laughs> and I found that really funny that they just did that. And it was, oh, it was, it was hilarious. Anyway, if you haven't watched uh, Real Bros of Simi Valley, we spoiled it all for you. It's but go so ahead and good. watch it, it on, so, uh, on Facebook stop. Watch. And it, the first season's on YouTube. Yeah, first season's on YouTube. Second season's on Facebook. Watch. Don't worry. Don't be alarmed. There is a giant production value jump from season one to season two. So, uh, so it good. literally is shot with the exact same quality as 16 and Pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. From MTV. And if you're too young to understand what 16 and Pregnant is, you were too young to be on that show. So, like, you know, it's understandable. Blart! <laughs> blart? Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. What's blart? the Blart? So, you, as soon as you said 16 and Pregnant... I'm not saying all of them. Okay. But many of the girls on that show were incredibly attention seeking. Oh, 100%. Which made me think of a person that was in the news recently that mm-hmm. I'm assuming you must have seen. Oh, I think I know who this is, but let's hear it. So there was a 20 year old blonde girl in Toronto. Oh, my God. Yep. Downtown Toronto. Yep. And she takes a Let chair. Let me take a seat for this one. <coughs> and, she, and she takes a damn chair and throws it. Over her balcony, down like, and she's oh, up like twelve stories. No more. more. Oh, yeah, I'd yeah, say she's like that. Chair least, fell for a while. I'd say 20? she's at least thirty to thirty to fifty stories up. Okay, like she is. Like, like she's high, really damn high. Yeah. Throws the chair out in the fucking highway though. Yeah, the the friggin' freeway is yeah. right below. Yeah. So and there's like cars. There was like a car. A, the car had to hit it. The video no, cut it, out. It didn't. It, it didn't. Okay, Nobody was co- hit. But there was a picture of the chair completely dismantled and destroyed, unrecognizable. And there well, were it pedestrians. Fell like Fifty stories. Well, there was a sidewalk near where it yep. landed, so it could have landed on a pedestrian. Yep. And it could have landed on a car. If it did, done. Yeah. Nobody is surviving that. No, if that hit a person, yeah, done. Like that's. I'm sorry. That's just that's not a person anymore. You just got chaired. Like you've seen those WWE things where people those like, chairs ain't no joke, bro. Yeah, these chairs ain't loyal. Like those chairs are knocking people out from hitting them from three feet away. Imagine from fifth, like almost fifty stories up, like at terminal velocity. Yeah, coming that, down. Yeah, that's especially if like the leg of it hit you, like oh. like the foot of it, or like the crossbar. Like that's what I'm saying. Oh. 
No. Not even like the flat uh, plastic. No. I don't. I don't want to think about that. But anyway, so the reason I'm talking about this yes. is because the girl was actually discovered by media outlets and the police yep. uh, in Toronto. And hopefully, I'd hope. <laughs> and very unfortunately, she's fucking relishing in all of oh, this yeah. attention. She loves Has it. absolutely no remorse. Nope. And so she'll have like people like come up to her car and be like, "Do you have any remorse for what you you've done?" And then uh, she's, like, got her makeup done, trying to look all pretty and stuff. She's, like, laughing and being like, <laughs> like, oh, like, thanks for coming to check me out, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? What if this girl, like, pops off? Like, I, what if she drops a rap song and then pops off? And, That's what I'm worried and about. She, she like, pops as, ra- as chair girl. Like, <laughs> chair girl. <laughs> like, it's hashtag charity. <laughs> <laughs> Her it's first like, single is called Assis Toi. It's, it's like it's a cross between cl- friggin' like clarity and chair. Oh my god. Ch- <laughs> Will you be my charity? <laughs> no, why are Zed. you my charity? Um But sorry, yeah, this girl. No, this girl. like if she turns into like the friggin' catch me outside girl. Oh my god. But except I don't think she has that. She kinda she doesn't have the catch me outside girl rapper type vibe. She does, however, have the damn like 16 and pregnant look at me. I'm getting all this attention because my dad never loved me type thing going on. Yeah. And that is what is really pissing me off about the situation. The thing is, she's probably she's, she's probably exactly what you said. A person who just doesn't get a lot of attention growing up and or all the attention that she's ever gotten has just been, oh, you're hot. And then once she opens her mouth, very shallow attention. Exactly. And it's like, once she actually opens her mouth and has things to say, no one really gives a fuck. Um, Or she's like, uh, my best guess is she's a very rich and spoiled girl. Well, she's foreign. She's not from Toronto. I think she's from like Germany or something. Are you sure? That's what I read. Okay. So maybe, but anyways, like if, if that's her house, like that's her apartment, Mm -hmm. that's damn expensive. Knowing the housing crisis going on in Toronto and how expensive it is. Plus, uh, just the build that was on Lakeshore. Yep, that was on Lakeshore Boulevard. Yep, that is damn expensive. Right, o- right onto the uh, the DOE or whatever. whatever. Yeah, Do something D forty seven. I don't know. Don Valley Parkway. Yeah, uh, yeah. There we go. DMV. There. <laughs> DVP. Wow, I am dyslexic as fuck. <laughs> DVP. Uh, yes, DVP. So yeah, and so that's like you're talking about an apartment that could be in the excess of like three four thousand dollars a month in rent. Yep, at least I'd say. I wouldn't be surprised. And when she was walking out of the, uh, like, I saw a video of her walking out of 20 years old. Yeah. And the thing is, I saw her walking out of the police precinct or whatever that she was coming out of. And she was wearing a fucking laughing in a fucking Canada goose jacket, Mm -hmm. getting to the back of a nice car, driving off. And and people are actually just asking her, like, what, like, do you feel bad for what you did? Do you like, do you think you should be punished more? Do you think you were like, people went easy on you? And she just laughs and just says no comment, sits down in the car, smiles for the cameras and walks you know what away. what it probably is? She away. probably got charged. Oh, she definitely got charged. And she's I'd so hope she filthy got charged. rich that she was able to just pay it off like it, with like daddy's money. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't want to say that's definitely what it is, but it, just, it would make it a lot of sense. Like it. It, it looks like it. It very much looks like it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just, just from where it was, like in terms of that apartment, like that is damn expensive. How on earth is a 20-year-old girl who seems to have no remorse for something like this, who clearly doesn't value people's like, like lives, pe- like people's lives or their property or, and if that's the case, like probably has no value for work ethic. Like I understand if you're drunk 
and you're at your friend's house and you're three stories up and you throw something into a parking lot that nobody's in and there's no cars in, that's one thing. What but to be in the middle of the day, stone cold sober, picking up a chair for Snapchat and throwing it over the side of your building and you're th- on a highway, 30 plus stories up where that chair is hitting terminal velocity before going anywhere. Like, first off, the person who's filming that, how do you let that happen? How do you let that person they're do that? Just, I'm not going to say quite just, but they're almost as complicit. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, if you're sitting there and your friend is picking up that chair and you have, there was zero like saying of anything, yo, put that down, put that down. There was none of that. So like, catch me outside. It, it, it's, I don't know. I don't really think of her on the same call, uh, same caliber as the catch me outside girl. I don't. I it's different, but it's very similar. I, I don't really find them that similar, mainly because like this girl, her whole 15 minutes of fame has been started by her throwing I think the a chair. Macro, the macro is similar. Yes. Yes. The micro is different. The micro is different. Well, because the thing is, like the, the this other well, hold on. seeking one, attention one, by doing something ridiculous One, one girl, she is yelling at her mom and she got on Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. And that, and then years later, when Catch Me Outside got popular, that's how she popped. Yeah, this girl threw a chair off a building. Yeah, it's a little different. No, the micro is. I'm it, just saying yeah. the macro is. They're both doing stupid things to receive attention or relishing. Well, in, the thing is, they're being we, deemed victim. Or other than screaming villains. at her mom, what has Bad Baby done stupid recently? Make music. The thing is, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not listening to bad baby music even on a weekly basis, even on a monthly basis. But I haven't heard a song from her where I was like, "This is complete garbage." Yeah, like I I have bought like Gucci flip fucks. Fucking hit your bitch in the socks. Like fuck, that was. Uh, I will give her. I I bopped to it. I'm not gonna lie. I have bopped for entrepreneurial tendencies. Yes, but other than that, nothing really else. But. Basically, what I'm saying is the macro is they're both doing ridiculous things to get attention, and they're being villainized by a huge online community and relishing in that attention. That's like kind of. What I don't I'm know. At. I don't think Bad Baby's relishing, and there's not really that much bad attention around her. She hasn't really done anything. No, what she was around the time that the memes. were... I guess yeah. When it when she first that's started, I, I was thinking more to. now. I was referring to like when the memes started okay. coming. Yeah, when the meme started coming, yeah, she she relished in that. Yeah. And the thing is, like, this girl, I, I really hope, it's like, hey, if you're listening, hi, what's up? My name's Roland Prince. You can find me on Instagram at Roland the Prince. Feel free to DM me if you're angry. Oh but, um... Oh, I thought you were going to ask her to DM you for something else. No, she is. She's a blonde white girl. She is not my type. Sorry, <laughs> ladies. Um, but... All these blonde white girls are like, okay. <laughs> They're not oh, even, like, disappointed. It's like, oh, um... Okay, <laughs> carry on. Thank you. I Next. wonder. I, I can't even think of like all the people I know that have listened to this podcast. I can't even think of one of them that's blonde and white. Like I don't know the people. I, I don't even listen to this podcast, so I don't know. I thought you did. I listen to it every once in a while. Like I'll just tune in and be like, "What did I say at four minutes and thirty eight seconds of is this it, podcast?" Is it narcissistic to listen to your own podcast and like enjoy hey, them? Childish Gambino spoke about this a yeah, long I, I while ago. In his stand up, in his stand up, and it's still true. If you haven't watched Weirdo by Donald Glover, go on. It's finally on Netflix, so go and watch it on Netflix. It's something I've wa- I've watched that comedy special over thirty times. I love it. I can almost recite every single joke word for word. But it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But anyway. So with what what he said is at the beginning of that special or like, sorry, in the middle of that special, he was like, the only thing that is like, so here he was saying, you're considered cocky 
if you're listening to your own music. Like he, he said, I was in the car. I, I just bought one of my CDs from the store. I put it in the car because I wanted to listen to it. See, like, mm-hmm. you know, listen to my final product in the car, just like a, a regular listener would be listening to it off the CD. Here we go. Puts it in. He's listening to it. He picks up this girl. She gets in the car and she's like, are you listening to your own music? That's really narcissistic. And he's like, well, like I made it to listen to. But he was like, if I, if I was, let's say I worked at Subway and I'm a sandwich artist and I'm making sandwiches <laughs> and then I go home and I make myself a sandwich and eat it. No one's going to be like, oh, Dave, you're getting a little narcissistic now. No, they're not, they're not going to do that. I know. But if you make music and you listen to it on your own, they're like, oh, no, no, you can't do that, sir. That That's not okay. Like, no. And I think the same thing applies to podcasts. People will think it's narcissistic, but and like, I fuck. Think videos, too. Yeah. If you watch your own videos, people are like, wait, what? It'd be like, it's like you go to Steven Spielberg's house and you see him watching like fucking E.T. It's <laughs> like, you know what? I, I, I would allow it. And, and it's like, and, and so if you were to judge Steven Spielberg and now... I probably shouldn't say this because I don't think we should say compare. It. Say it. No, I just don't think uh. we should compare whole lot of nothing to. No, who cares? Do the it. Works of Steven. Is it Spielberg. something that you created that you're listening to? Yeah, but it could be compared. Terms, then I'm talking in terms of quality. Who cares, bro? <laughs> but like Steven Spielberg probably goes in and fucking watches like Terminator and yeah. Did he do Terminator? No, I don't think so. E.T. Let's go Quentin Tarantino. You could probably name more Tarantino movies. Yeah, so Tarantino goes in and like puts on like Pulp Fiction. There we go. Are you going to judge? No, I'm not judging because that's one of my favorite movies. But... I've never seen it. Oh! <laughs> uh, yeah, people always tell me I should see it. Bro! Sorry, I just passed out my chair for those of you who aren't watching, which is none Bruh. of you. Bro! How have you not seen Pulp Fiction? I... Have you seen Kill Bill at least? No. Kill Bill 2. No. Uh, none. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Okay, good. That, there's one. That's the one movie Django. with... Django. Django. Okay, Django there's changed. two. There's yeah, two. Those are the two. Okay, you know what? <sighs> I love We need Django. to have... A, just like you want me to watch the Lord of the Rings movies, you, we need to have a Tarantino night where we just sit down and watch a bunch of Tarantino movies. Perhaps. Because I love Tarantino. Okay. I'm just saying, he has a comic book style to his direction that is just... It seamlessly just works so well. I can't explain it. It's almost like a live action anime, but it's not even anime. It's more Western style. Uh, it's it's just cool. You have to watch, especially Kill Bill. Yeah. Oh, and Pulp. Uh, sorry. I could. I, I love those movies so much. Pul- Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction are in my top. Both of them are in my top five, top five. And I, I kind of consider Kill Bill one and two the same movie because it is pretty much the same movie. Like the the story fit, like picks right up. So what are some Famous movies other than Lord of the Rings that you've never seen? Uh, I've seen half of one Harry Potter movie. So you haven't seen the rest of the series? No. Uh, what else haven't I seen? Um, like, What are some legendary... Star, I've seen, I, I, Star there's Wars? There's one Star Wars movie I haven't seen. Um, no. No, no, I've seen them all. No, I've seen them all. That's my bad. I've seen Good. all the Star Wars. Uh, I actually, I, I love Star Wars, but I used to have all of them on. Actually, I still have... Some of them on VHS. You haven't seen Anchorman yet? I haven't seen Anchorman or Anchorman 2. Is there a 3? No. No? Okay. Um, well, fuck, what other like major series have I not seen? Doesn't need or to just be major series. movies that I haven't seen. There's a lot. Like, I don't... Like, the thing is, movies will come out in the theater, and then I just don't have time to go see movies in the theater. Yeah, I see... So. My thing is, is I watch so little Netflix, and even now, like, I don't even watch much YouTube. I'm literally trying to always be working 
and doing stuff, which is why I don't hang out with friends anymore. <laughs> like very much. Yeah. If I'm being and you're kind of the same way too. Yeah, I, I just pretty much sit here and work. I do watch a lot of Netflix though. Not gonna lie, because the thing is, I'm one of those people who doesn't work for long periods of time. I work, I do my best work in short bursts. Mm. I'm a sprinter, basically. Where I'll go in, I'll do a lot of work, and I'll maybe work for three hours. Like, and then like at my three hour limit, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go take an hour break. Then I'll oh, come I back do, to like, it. Two like, to three hours, and then I'd change what I'm doing to something else. Oh, okay. What well, I'm just talking in general. I just I, I do things for short periods of time. Sometimes I'm even just working for an hour, and I'm like, you know what? I need a, I need a half hour. I'm going to watch an episode of something, mm. then go back to it. But I don't know. I watch a lot of Netflix, but I'm still productive. So don't let that be an excuse if you watch a lot of Netflix. It's all about a value yeah. system, I guess. Yeah. If so you, it's like, what do you value at this very moment? You yeah. know. So. Like for me, I don't value Netflix, whereas you do. But yeah. because of that, like you get to watch it, but then I get to do like other different things, like ride my bike. That's true. I also, I sold my bike, and I'm upset because the yard is opening soon. No, it opened. It, it's open. Yeah, I was I was riding there the other day. <gasps> really? Yeah. On I, Lana. Yeah. I, se- I sent the box jump. And how'd it feel? Mm. Is there a resi? Nope. Foam pit? Nope. It's just so. Is there a bowl at least? It's a mini bowl. You wouldn't be able to ride it. Even I struggle with it. Yeah. It's like three feet tall. Oh. And then like the like big parts, like four feet tall. And it's oh. like, it's it's more meant for skaters. How's and the pump riders. track? Fun. Fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the pump track looks really cool. And, I, and that's my, that being being a dirt jumper, that's my, yeah. that's my strong suit. You know, I, I'm kind of tempted to get a bike again, but at the same time, I'm not. Just because if I get, uh, okay, even though, knock on, knock on wood, but... I wouldn't want to get injured and then not be able to do like a performance or something, but because yeah. of because of a, a major injury or whatever, or be light sensitive and then not be able to or, like hit my head and be light sensitive and not be able to do a show because I have a concussion or something. Mm-hmm. That would not be ideal. But at the same time, I really miss riding a bike. Like, uh, uh, contrary to all the niggas in jail, I do miss a life behind bars. Oh, that was a great series. The honestly, if you're Life a, behind bars with Brandon Semenuk, that dude is honestly the most talented human I've ever seen on two wheels. It's it's not ever like well, except of, he literally will say that he genuinely spends more time on a bike than he does on his feet, and I believe it. I do too, because like this dude is, uh, uh, bro. I don't understand. He's I think he's the best overall bike rider on the planet. Oh, 100%. I think like 100%. If you were he can to, ride anything, yeah, and I think he's so versatile in his riding. And I think he's on a pure talent level better than any BMX rider, any mountain biker, like any person that rides mechanical two wheels. I think he is the best in terms of overall skill. It's because he he's ridden everything like he's ridden yeah. BMX. He's ridden dirt jumps. He's ridden uh, he's ridden like uh, like uh, XC. He's, he's ridden like every downhill. downhill he's ri- like downhill. free ride everything. So he when he looks at a feature. He's seeing it from every different perspective and just rides it with whatever he has in front of Mind him. Mind you, there's, I don't think he's quite Seminook's level, but I think he's better in a lot of different things. Fabio. Fabio Wimber? Yeah. So Fabio Wimber, if for those of you who don't know, he's, oh. a, he's a trials rider from Austria? Yeah. Yeah, Austria. But he's transferred his like skills to downhill and to dirt jumps. Look it, up. Fabio Wimber. It's, Wim, pronounced, uh, it's, pronounced, it's pronounced Wimber, but it's W I M B E R. No, B M E R. B M E. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So W I B M E R. Fabio Wimber. 
He's an Austrian dude and lo- watches like snow edit or whatever. It's so good. It's insane. Like this dude, I, I, I remember I found him when he like a couple years ago. Oh, when, I, I found him so long like, ago when he was, when he was his, just like, when Austrian, he was just writing trials. Yeah, Austrian trials edits and yeah. stuff. So it was just trials. Escape and that's when Danny, from the police. Yeah, the two episodes. They're so good. But uh, but this is when Danny McCaskill was big. So this is actually yeah. now that I think about it, this is years ago. Shit. Yeah. Oh, Danny McCaskill. Danny McCaskill, that's that's the man. But anyway, um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, we used to ride bikes like a lot. So uh yeah. I'll be riding bikes again a lot soon. I want to ride bikes again. I miss it so much. I miss almost dying. Does that is that, is that weird? I no, miss it's a thrill. It's a I thrill miss of that biking. feeling of like Oh all, shit. Uh, yeah, the, oh shit. Oh, I did it. I did it. I'm not dead. Yeah. Like I miss that feeling so much, and just like, and everyone being like that you're riding with, being just as stoked that you didn't die as you are. Yeah, that, that uh, the camaraderie is great. But anyway, uh, I found Fabio like years and years ago, just when he's doing those trials edits, and then I was just watching, like I would watch whenever he posted, like I followed him on on or subscribed to him on YouTube. Whenever there's a video that went up on Pink Bike on YouTube, whatever, I'd always see it, and just watching this dude's progression. As soon as he got a downhill bike in his hands holy shit, this dude went nuts. Oh, it was nuts. Because, like, as soon as he got sponsored, like, he got picked up by Red Bull. Yeah. And as soon as he got picked up and, like, he didn't have to worry about going to a job or anything and all he did was ride his bike, holy shit, this guy got fucking good. And he was already good to And now with. he's got a huge YouTube channel. Yep, massive. Which is over, like, a million subscribers. Yep. And he's killing it. And you see his, his urban free ride ones are so Oh, they're so good. good. I, I want to see him in races, honestly. Like, he's the urban uh, free ride race, uh, urban downhill races. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. Yeah. the Scary so as hell, though. When I was in uh, Chile with Philippe, uh, we were there in October of 2017. We actually went to Valparaiso. Oh, okay. The actual race or just the course? The, uh, no, like the city. Okay. So we were able to like kind of see like some of the streets and stuff, and it was just nuts. So, and, and if you don't know what that is, if you look up Valparaiso downhill uh, on... Uh, YouTube, you'll basically see like the most incredible videos of some of the most talented athletes in the world going like 60, 70 kilometers an hour down a set down of stairs, this friggin' stairs on bikes and uh, jumping and landing on a set of down like stairs going down concrete stairs going down with and railings. Like, and it's it's the turns are like 90 degrees and sometimes yep. more. The friggin' width of the like staircases are like two, like you, three feet. You move a inch to the left, your bars clip, you're dead. Yeah, seriously, but, like it's nuts. It's incredible. Um, and so that is definitely something to look up. But Fabio is up there, I- insane. Mind you, I don't think anyone is Brandon Semenuk level. No, but the thing is, I haven't. Because the thing is, Brandon Semenuk has so much control over a bike. But not only is it just a control, whenever he does anything, it's controlled. It's controlled to the point where it's stylish, where he has so much control over that bike. He can just let it go. He just lets it do what it wants. And then ooh, like, he literally just lets the rock, like, like when he whips out his tail to do a whip, it's like his foot comes off the pedal sometimes. He doesn't care. Knack, knack. He's turning the other way. Yeah. Like he just lets it float and like the bike is literally floating underneath him. That's yeah. how loose he is on it. And then it just casually happens to come back. Yeah. Like the, it look, it literally looks like the bike is like, I'm going to look away and I'm looking back. But like, I also, I've always thought that people that are that good at something would have became that good at anything they put their mind to. But so they for can, him, it, but do they want to put their mind to anything No, else? but that, what I mean is like, if it wasn't biking for him, it would have been something guitar it would have been Something. another sport 
And the reason I say that is not just the sheer athletic ability of it. It's the, the, the mentality. That man is nuts in terms of his competi- compete level. Yeah. It's oh, insane. my God. It reminds me of Tom Brady. You should see him ride against his boys, like just playing a game of bike in the backyard on the, on the one of his jumps. Like he'll like he'll shut down, bro. If like somebody gets like a letter on him, bro. Like there were uh, I was watching this like um, I think this was an episode of Life Behind Bars where they did their own little slope style contest in his on his course in his backyard. Yeah, and like he was busting out competition level tricks casually, on, just ca- like with no effort. Yeah. And like this is something that you see like Simon Pages or like Thomas Zaida tossing it. Like that would be the craziest move. Yeah. And this dude's just casually, casually throwing like it around. Cork 720, just a little, like, little cork seven. Is, dude, just Oppo cork, cork 720 with a bar spin off of a whale tail. Okay, that did he do Oppo cork seven bar? Uh, no, 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 that was on a jump. Jeez. On a jump, he did an Oppo cork seven bar. Jesus! Right after he did so a regular if, if, if cork seven bar foreign, on the jump before. If this sounds foreign to you, it is. Oppo <laughs> means opposite. So spinning your bike, if you regularly, like I do, spin to the right, you like spin clockwise, spinning counterclockwise in the opposite direction is like riding with your opposite hand. It's very hard. It is. It's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And so being able to do a cork 720, which is a inverted upside down 720. So yeah. you're combining a backflip with 720 degrees rotation with a bar spin. Yeah. So you're throwing your bars in the middle of the air while spinning 720 degrees upside down in the opposite direction. You catch it. Yeah. That is nuts. I'm not sure if the bar was oppo as well. I'm not sure. No, it, it Probably be. wouldn't be, but if he did it that, it might have my- to be. Oh, would, sh- yeah, because it, it wears legs. Be. Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, this t- and okay. it's an opposite Whoa. bar. Opposite bar meaning you throw with your opposite hand. So when he's saying throw, like a bar spin is where you jump off the ground, you spin the bars all the way around where your wheel does a full 360 and you catch the bars. But with this opposite spin, your legs would be in a different position and your body, yeah, you'd be spinning a different way. So you'd have to throw it with the opposite hand. So you're spinning your bars the opposite way. So if you regularly throw with your right, you'd have to throw with your left. So this dude was spinning in his opposite direction, throwing the bars with his opposite hand, going 720 degrees upside down. Blows my mind that people can get that good at something. And then lands it perfectly. Yeah. In competition. In competition. On the last jump. But the reason I I compare him to Tom Brady is because I was listening to, um, do you know who Jordan Spieth is? I do not, but I feel like I will in a minute. Jordan Spieth might be the best golfer in the world right now. And he was playing a round of 18 holes with Tom. And he beats Tom Brady, obviously. Like, you're the best golfer in the world. I hope. Tom Brady never talked to him again. Really? Never. Because he was so... He's so fucking competitive. So you're telling me... It was two hours... Didn't talk to him. Completely, complete silent treatment for two hours. When the greatest golfer in the world beat Tom Brady in golf. To be honest... that competitive. I don't know if that's competitive or petty. No, that's that's petty. No, but that's petty. I would say it's petty if he didn't have the pedigree. When you have six Super Bowl championships, when you have so but many none of MVPs, those are golf, and he expects to no, win no, golf. No, but it's the same mentality. It's that same incessant drive to be the best, to be to outcompete every single person. Yeah, but you got to get past that and be a good human. 
Yeah, but like there's a difference. There's I, a difference. I agree, but when you get so when you are the best in the world at something, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know, man. I think it like it's not right. It's not a good thing. But I think it is a big attributor to his success as I'm, an athlete. I'm saying I understand. Let's say you're you're the best. You're the best at whatever. If someone beats me at something, if someone who else who is the best at whatever they're doing beats me at something that I'm not the best in the world at, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah, yeah, because you're normal. I guess, but the thing but is, like, if, if someone if someone started to like creep up on the skill level that I have with production or or whatever within music. Then I'm I'm not going to be upset, but I'm going to look at that and be like, okay, I got to get better. Yeah, I, I I don't know, like no, but that's that's a healthy way of doing it. But I also think if you are, he just sounds like a big brat. He is, but at the same time, that's the sort of competitive compete level that this man has across everything. Like it's not just in football. Like, like this man, like there's something wrong upstairs. There has for, to be. But at the same time, like. I think that's why he's so successful, and I think I also see that in Brandon Semenuk. But what's okay? He, let's say he takes this mentality with him outside of when he's playing football, because he's coming up on his retirement. He's not going to be playing for much longer. He'll probably, I think he has another couple of years in him at least. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but I'm not. I'm saying he's not going more than ten years. Oh, yeah, he's not going to like. What's he going to do when he's retired and just sitting there? What? Just keep playing golf? Business. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. He'll take that same sort of compete level to entrepreneurship. I don't know, but the thing is, he's already been deflating football, so I hope he's not <laughs> doing some uh, racketeering or nothing. Or so. maybe he goes into coaching. I feel like if he goes into coaching, like that would be that'd be really good. But he, I, I, I'm not sure if he, I, I don't know Tom Brady, so I can't speak for him. <laughs> you but just you, know Shaq. Yeah, I just know my boy Shaq. You know Shaquille. What's good, man? Actually, did you see the dunk? Jay Cole's dunk? No. Or that uh, dunk over Shaq. The dunk over Shaq. I think it was Dekeel. I think it's I think that's his name. That's his last name. Dekeel. I think I think that was, that was like, his last name. It was like Dedalio or so, something like that. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Dekeel. I'm gonna Google it. You entertain the humans. And so basically what this dude 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 what what this doodliest did was he so Shaq how tall is Shaq? You would he, know better than he me. is he's like over seven two? Yeah, he's like yeah. seven two. So they have like this freaking monster human standing beneath, like in between the free throw line and the, the basket, and this dude in the at the Diallo uh, that was his Diallo name. Okay. yeah Hami Diallo uh for OKC uh oh. yeah yeah okay so basically like this dude for the uh, dunk comp at the NBA Skills Competition runs up jumps over Shaq. Yep. Completely over Shaq. Like, like feet over the shoulders. Yeah. Like oh like somehow jumps over Shaq, then dunks and put his full arm He elbow hung on he the rim. Elbow hung. So and by that what I mean is like he put his whole arm through the net and held in to the net. And like hung his, on to the net like how, with his elbow. Yeah. Nuts. That just shows the pure athleticism that this dude possesses. Yeah. When you can spring yourself off the ground like like bro. R. Bro. I believe I can fly. Honestly. Well, we don't we don't sing about him no more. That's true. No, no more. What does the R stand for? Rapist? Ah, I think so. Rapist. I think Kelly. so. Yeah. That's oh, that's how God. we have to refer to him from all like for the rest of the time. So Rape Kelly dropped a new song today. <laughs> What a uh, terrible human being. Honestly, I wish his music wasn't so good. Like, I know. Fuck. It's it's painful, but at the yeah. same time, like, 
I'm trying my best to boycott it. Yeah, trapped in the closet wasn't a story that he wrote. Is a uh, is a something else that he found? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, you know, I'm gonna stop talking now before I go dig myself into a hole. Uh, but with that, we are approaching our 60 minute mark. Do you have any final remarks you want to say to the people? It's time to freestyle. Oh yeah, it is time to freestyle. <laughs> you forgot. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. We are going to pause this. We are going to put on a beat, and I'll be right back to do some freestyle. Yeah. So I've got a random word generator, and I will be hitting RJ, aka Roland Prince, with all of these words that he has to fill in during his time. This is the outro. Thank you so much for listening to Whole Lot of Nothing, and let's get started. Let's go. Your first word is quieter. Quieter? Yes. Kay. Quieter. Just as the music got quieter there? Yeah. All right, all right. This beat is actually one of a uh, one of my own creation. You know, I made this myself. This is actually uh, the beat for my up well, not my upcoming song. The song's out now on all streaming services. It's called Voss. Like uh, the water. They exactly like the water. I talk about the water in the song. You know, I'm talking about stealing the water when you can't afford it. But anyway, so my first word is quieter. Yeah, I'm gonna shout out words at you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, be rolling down the street. Yeah, that's what I do. Rolling prints. Yeah, hitting in your fucking food. Yeah, wait. Yeah, hitting in your fucking food. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, bitches call me a liar. I say, bitch, be quiet. I don't really think that you should be all up in my face. Yeah, all up in my face. Unless you wanna end up as a fucking base face. Yeah, mother. Butter in my motherfucking pancakes You know I put them all on my fucking pancakes You know I got them all stacked up on my plate I put some syrup on top, yeah, syrup on top And you know I gotta eat it in like 45 seconds Or they're gonna get all soggy And I do not really like that shit yeah. Manipulation I do not like that shit But you know I like to manipulate How the fucking pancakes be doing all they shit Yeah, when they sit up on my fucking plate Yeah, I got my motherfucking fork And I got my knife and I'll cut them up Make sure that they fucking taste right Yeah, that's what how I been? do it That's how I I do it now I'm feeling so stupid yeah but anyway I probably just should say goodbye so I'm waving like the queen of England at you guys so yeah that's how I do it like I'm stupid you know that I'm motherfucking moving to the music the beat that I motherfucking made on my own yeah what's the next word Jamie I wanna get this shit going on uh. hero yeah motherfucking hero you can call me Saitama yeah to notice what I'm doing I'm the one punch man yeah I'm the hero not the zero yeah you better believe that I'm coming for you Daniel. yeah yeah I got a thousand dollars in my left pocket oh wait fuck there's a hole in it, I lost it Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna be fucking Shade. doing But I know that I'm gonna be saying some cool shit Yeah, some cool shit is cool Like the shade and the breeze And you know what I'm doing when I'm sitting under trees Yeah, yeah, I'm chilling and I'm posted You know what I'm doing, you know I'm moving fast Like a locomotive, yeah But what's your motive in your life? I don't know what you're doing when you're riding up on your bike Oh wait, Motivate. that a bar spin? I don't really get it, but anyway, that's how I fucking do it I'm a reverend of the fucking streets, bitch Yeah, you know what I'm doing when I'm a here, bitch yeah, I see these all these children that be lacking in the streets. I be like motivating them, you know up. I just might preach, uh. That's how I do it, like I'm stupid. You know what I'm doing? Yeah, I'm rolling fucking prince, bitch. You Goku. give me one one word for when I'm going. Yeah, Goku is how I'm absurd. I'm going super saying. Yeah, that's how I be doing, that's how I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? I'll be all up in this shit. I'm not complacent. Sorry. I did not hear that word. Can you give it to me one Swallow. more time? Oh, oh shit, yeah, I'll be flapping like the birds, so you know you call me swallow. When your bitch is all up on me, yeah, she swallows. Yeah, no, what the fuck you gonna do about it, nigga? If you really wanna pull up on me, go ahead. Wild. Wild? Yeah, I'll be in the fucking wild. Yeah, all these bitches call me wild. Before I give them a child, I'm like, oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah, I probably should keep my shit all to my damn self. Oh, wait, wait for the beat. It's coming back around. 
Anyway, with that, we are ending off our 25th episode of A Whole Lot of Nothing. Woo! I, I like it. And for those of you who have not heard my new song, Voss, please head over to any streaming services and uh, check that out. Roland Prince Voss is part of my Loaf Boy series uh, that I've been putting out, my Loaf Boy project. Thank you so much to everybody who's tuned in. And uh, I will catch y'all on the next episode. Woo! Yeah! Ha <laughs> ha!